And we're live. Yes. So. <laughs> I waited. <sighs> I waited for 20 minutes letting my drink get warm. Damn, I would have kept you talking longer. Oh, look at that LaCroix, you fancy mofo. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what flavor uh, are we want? Crayon raspberry. Crayon raspberry. Okay, so you, Yo, you're all, you're I all think about I'm, it? I think, I, I think I'm pregnant. Straight up. Yeah. My... my my food preferences have changed drastically in the past um, two weeks. Uh huh. I eat yogurt now. Oh, you see, mine have also changed the last two weeks, but I'm craving like meat and cheese mm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. But you are opting for Lacroix and yogurt. I think I'm becoming like a forty-year-old. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I eat, and I have a tough time saying it without feeling like I'm going to say something offensive, but Faye? Faye uh -huh. yogurt? F-A-G-E? Right. The Greek um, is shit one? What, what, yes. what flavor? I get the strawberry, which I think is actually like a beginner's move. Um, like the real experts get the honey one. Do you get um, the kind where you dip the you dump the little yes, pot in? Yes, yes, okay. yes. So it's plain yogurt, and then you dump the pot in. Really, actually, the true experts get the big old fucking tubs, and then they bring their own um, glass containers to work. And that's I'm gonna get there. I think that's super great. I uh, it's good for your tummy props. Uh, yeah, those probiotics. It hasn't been. It has. It hasn't been bad. Um, yeah, I know. I've seen after all those Jamie Lee Curtis commercials, I was like, bro, I gotta try it. Well, let, I gotta try it. Let me know when you jump to the next level, which I recently got to, which is kefir, which is oh god, I yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do it in my smoothies. I don't just like drink it out of the bottle. Okay, but it's so a, describe it to me. It's like it's just straight probiotics or something. It's like a live animal. I don't entirely know. I think of it as just like animals, but like bigger. For adults. <laughs> like, animals for adults, but in, like, a giant fucking jug. Um, yeah, I don't know. I put it in my smoothies instead of yogurt, because I wasn't really have, eating yogurt. Have you ever uh, fucked with Siggy's? Siggy's? No, what's that? They make, they make also, like, adult animals. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but it's, that's probably my next step. I think it, it's, like, Icelandic? Question mark? I think I know what you're talking about, and I think, yes, I've had them, and they're really hard for me to not drink a lot of them because they're so tasty. Mm. Well, that's kind of where I'm at with the Faye, mm -hmm. is that I'll have one of them, and I'm like, that was really cool. Let's have three more. Right. Um, but they're like $2 a pop, uh -huh. and I'm not about to have. Do you... I feel like I remember when I was a kid, I feel like there was, like, Yo Play, and, like, End. Like, I don't remember Greek yogurt. Yes, like, yes. This is all new. Right? I, I mean, definitely some of it is like, you know, very early on I trained my eyes not to look at the yogurt section at all. Right. You know, because when I was little I was like, oh, cool. Like, look at all of this pudding. And then I tried it and I was like, whoa, that's not pudding. Right. Never go back to that spot again. Right. But I, I definitely... The aisle has expanded. I like I, there, drastically. It's it's kind of just crazy to think about like foods that we're like all about now. That like as a kid, like like I grew up eating hummus because like 
from Lebanese and we eat hummus. And, like we would make it, but like it's everywhere in the store now. And before it was like, yes. what is hummus? Yes. And like kale. Good. Good. Okay. Well, kale is just stupid. I know, but, but yeah. like I had never heard of kale when I was like five. Like they, that wasn't think a just thing. Like, I think freeze dried fr- fruits and like dried fruits and all the Huge. different. Huge. Everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Are we going to the, the produce section? There's like a whole separate aisle for like, oh, you like produce? Yeah. What if it was a little drier? Right. And before, I feel like you had to go to like the health food store or like Trader Joe's to find. Yes. Like, yep. it's just weird because like, yeah, thinking back, I was like, I don't remember there being like Greek yogurt as a thing. Like there was Yoplait and, and Gogurt. Yeah. I think that was it. <laughs> Did you eat that? That stuff used to... I never had it. Gogurt? Other kids would have it all the time. Yeah, Gogurt. Yeah, in second... It used to make me gag watching people eat it. In second grade, I had on a white sweater, and I was eating a strawberry-flavored Gogurt. Yikes. And sometimes it's hard to get that last little bit out, because your fingers all of a sudden slip, and it got all over my white sweater, and I had a... I was very cautious from there on out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did the go- that, that story could have ended legit. with a with a stronger with a stronger moral. I'll be honest. And then I See, but cried. Frozen frozen yogurt is just ice cream. Okay, but don't take your faye and freeze that. You'll be so disappointed. Do you think so? Because I've really been thinking about doing that. I think it just gets really hard and awkward. Hmm. But give it I a mean, go. That seems like, yeah, that seems like something I gotta I gotta try once. What, you know, if you're going to do that, really, just go by the Froyo Ben and Jerry's and then feel better about yourself. That's true. But I do that with, I used, I, I do that with pudding. I'll put pudding in the freezer. But then it's just like hard as shit. Yeah. So at first it's hard, but uh, yeah, with, a, with a little bit of patience. And then it's uh, just pudding again. No, but it's like really cold pudding. Like a moose. <laughs> See, like moose, I'm, I'm into moose. Mm, like I would mm-hmm. get down with some moose. Mm, but here's the thing moose is a scam because moose is really just pudding with more air in it that's how i feel about whipped cream cheese well that's you're correct i'm about like why are cheese. you paying more whipped for products whipped products in yeah yes yes whipped products in general bullshit yeah uh hershey's came out with a like a whipped chocolate bar or something like that it had like and on the package it was like ooh, look at all the air bubbles and it was like look at all the empty space you're paying mm-hmm. for bullshit they're fun i will i will defend that and say the texture's fun but the principle is true. <laughs> okay, but actually that one's really good. But I, that one's an exception. I'll allow it. But no, um, yeah, no. I. That's why I don't even have whipped cream. I just drink it straight. Well, you can make your. That's. You can make your own whipped cream. Yeah. With half I and mean, half. I, I mean, I could, but am I going to? You could. Do you have? You do. You have one of those canisters, don't you? You can well, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I could do it in my but, butter maker. No, I mean, do you have one of those like? Oh no! Oh, you don't. That's your next tool. That's your next gadget. People make foams of all sorts of shit. I know. I. Yo, you can make like a chicken soup foam. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like the most like fall Jewish thing you could say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready for it. I'm... No, that's. That's a great idea. When I open up my my probably my second kosher deli, you know, the first one will be all like the the basics, the standards. Uh-huh. But the second one will be like you know avant garde. We'll definitely have a, a chicken That'd soup be, foam. That would be so fun to just take like classic like Jewish deli dishes and make them mm-hmm. 
Very garnished, very delicious. Oh my god, I just had a genius idea. This is... Hold up. If you're listening to this right now, uh, just text me and you'll be part of the you'll be part of the pool that makes millions. Okay, matzo ball, uh-huh. right? I'm in. I'm already in. It's a it's a molten lava matzo ball. So you know how they have like chocolate molten lava cakes? Yeah. It's like that, but you open the matzo ball and the soup pours out from the center. Jason, you know, okay, like I'm literally thinking of how you could do this because it's like you could freeze cubes of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to literally try this. Okay, so Teresa's a little bit of a naysayer, and she's saying that this is essentially a uh, a soup dumpling, um, and that it's cultural appropriation. And to that I say, cultural appropriation uh, to a positive ends sometimes is acceptable. I think... You can, you can quote me on that, put it on a t-shirt. I think if food tastes good, then it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Whoa, I'm sorry to, like, really bring this tangent to a different side, but um, speaking of cultural appropriation and food, there was a cool video I watched of a Indian woman in India making pizza, and she, like, made it, she, like, quote-unquote culturally appropriated it to Indian culture. Teresa's shaking her head. She thinks I'm... Well, it's still cultural appropriation. It's still taking one culture and mixing it into your own. Culture, what do you want? Cultural mixing? Culture mixing? Okay, still Ooh, culture like a mixing. melting pot, like what America mm-hmm. says it is. Like it could have been. Right. Um, and she like made pizza, but like with like some Indian influence. It was really cool. Delish. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. I don't think enough people listen to this for us to really get in too much trouble. So. Yeah, but the people who do listen, they write to their senators. You're right. <laughs> we basically have the same uh, demographic as uh, Pod Save America. So really, that's right. really active. Most of the people who listen, yeah. Yeah, if you right. listen to us, you probably listen to Pod Save America. If you're a longtime listener of the pod, I hate that. That's what I hate about that show. Okay. That's one thing I hate about that show. Okay, that's cool. So they, they call it the pod. Right. That's the thing I hate. The thing that's hard about that is it's just, you know, the same, the same guys talking about the same stuff day in and day out, and you don't have any like variance, you know. In That's your, right. In it's your very listening experience. I, it's very rigid. It's very you know? homogenous, some might say. Mm, is another homogeneous. Word. You're right. a homogeneous. Exactly, exactly. But uh, if only it was a little more like free. Free. Is that what we're going with? Free. Uh, you know, artistic. Mm. Uh, you know. Poor. <laughs> so. A joke, but I do want to get back to that point because I think that's an interesting point. This week, yeah. we watched, as Emily so eloquently uh, segued, we watched a documentary called Sex and Broadcasting, the story of um, WFMU Radio out of East Orange, New Jersey. It is, I believe, the only, if not one or maybe one of the only fully listener supported radio stations um doing quote unquote free form radio i think that's true my boss who is a longtime fan of wfmu i was like seriously he's like oh i love it um he informed me columbia so it's still under university but columbia still has a free form jazz radio where they play like actual records still which is cool sure but which yeah i think WFMU also has like shows that do records and do yes. music. Yes. 
But yeah, I mean, it's um, it's totally independent. Uh, it, it sounds like every day is an adventure. Um, you can do whatever you want on air. Yes, Jason, in the back. Yeah, okay. So um, I, w- I watched this a couple times, actually. Okay. Um, rarely in order, but that's unimportant. Um, but what I found myself sort of thinking after three or four viewings um, was what is the what is what is the what aren't we freeform radio aren't we independent radio i think we are i think we are we're not hot shit we're not hot shit uh i don't know but well i think we're different because we're on the radio like we're not on public radio waves i think Mm, that's maybe the line between that and us that's the only thing there's it's the definitely only thing that separates us. There is definitely something like fetishized about just like the literal airwaves. Sure. Um, and they, it ends up taking up a big portion of the documentary. I felt like actually just talking about like WFMU's FM signal. Yes. It seems like a very. It seems like Manhattan is just shitting all over it, and uh, all over the place. All over the place. Well, it's crazy. I mean, I get why it's where it is. Like, in, like, Jersey, New York. Like, that makes sense. It's an artsy area. Sure. But, you know, it's like, it's hard to have something like that in a in a heavily populated, in a, in a big, like, radio area. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, did you definitely. ever, you know those, like, those car adapters for, like, your iPod? It sends it through the radio. Yeah, Okay, sure. so, like, being near L.A., th- that shit never worked for me. Because it's, like, every station has something on it. So it's right, hard right. where if you're in the middle of nowhere, it's like you're not fighting anybody for those waves. Yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a good point. But I would also, I would, on the flip side, say that, like, I think in New York more than, and probably definitely L.A. and, like, the major cities more than other places, people still listen to the radio a lot. Just oh, yeah. because it's, it's the best way to get traffic updates. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know. I don't listen to the radio at all. Um. Which is not something I say, like, super proudly. Right. Um, but, like, I don't, I do not listen to the radio. Growing up, my dad was a big fan of this show out of L.A. I think it was just called Mark and Brian. And there's just these two dudes just, like, <laughs> shooting the shit. And so I grew up listening to Mark it was and Brian. Literally, it was literally your next door neighbor just yeah. bought a little FM tuner. Exactly. Mark and Brian. Uh, but radio was big, especially, like, when I started driving and stuff, it's, like, cars didn't cars were on the cusp of like that ox cord situation Mm. so oh i was on the radio once oh Oh, whoa hold everything personal anecdote time so yes 100.7 k hey is the country station (laughs) (laughs) of it sounds like they it sounds like they found like a ninth grade valley girl like what do you want to name the what do you want to name the station, sweetie? Uh, I don't know. K hey. K hey. Um, yeah, I don't know how they they had this thing called homework club, and sure. you could go on and like help people with their homework or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And I went and uh, I got to read the weather, and talk to this guy who was like a you know cranky DJ and see how the things worked and uh i was you know 12 so i don't really remember too much but i was on the radio <laughs> that's great so i totally get this documentary really well right. basically Just 
basically old hat. Super to you. get it. Um, what did you think of their whole ideology of? No. Oh, of the of the radio station, yeah. not of the documentary. No, yeah. I. Capitalism, I. Do what you want. Yeah. So on the one hand, I think mm, I would love to love this radio station. I Does that feel make sense? you. Yeah. Like I love the whole ethos. I love the idea. I do not think I identify with the programming at all. Did you listen? I didn't listen long. Same. same. The 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 one I, it was more because I was at work. But the one song I heard, I was like, right, oh, this is same. catchy. All right, all right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I turned it on uh, yesterday. First of all, like a big barrier was the fact that you had to. Da- I had to download something. Oh. That was a su- that was a surprise. I like played through iTunes. Um, but um, the first I turned it on and it was like kind of marimba e, and I was like, not my mood right now, and mm-hmm. I shut it off. Yeah, but then Submit. the guy says if you come back in an hour, you'll like what you hear then. Which I didn't, to right. be to be frank. Right. I, d- I want to listen to um, JM some in the of, AM. I want to listen to JM in the AM. I also want to listen to the best show ever. Yes, which it's huge a spoiler now. is a podcast now. Um, but what did you think of the documentary as a documentary? Um, I'm trying to... Yo, I'm... Do not worry. Like, I'm not going to hold you to this. You seem so stressed by that no, question. No, I just don't know that I, like, paid attention. I thought it was very slice of lifey, which I thought was cool. Mm. Um, you definitely got a sense of, like, the chaos of this place. Um, yeah. And I think, like, maybe just a slight backstory. Uh, so all of the DJs on this radio station are volunteers. Like, no one gets paid to be there. This is literally, like, you want the airtime. Like, you have to, like, work there for a while, volunteer your time, and, like, then you can get a show. So it's, like, right. this is no one's livelihood. Everyone's coming from a day job to do this. Um, so, yeah. And it's and it's 100% listener-sponsored, which is a big difference the you know i was talking about this to a coworker and they were like oh like npr and i was like no npr gets money from the government right. uh pbs is television but gets money from the government right. this it they, they don't get money from anyone other than people who listen right so then i guess is this movie selling out for this radio station is that what you were thinking what? here's what i was thinking this movie uh uh was just dripping with kickstarter oh yeah um and it's not the first documentary we've watched like this where i got to a point and i was just like this is so pandering to the people who paid for it which i'll give you maybe the whole idea of the radio station right sure you know just like it's a listener sponsored radio station this is a viewer sponsored documentary right but like this was a documentary made for people who already care about this radio station, already know its story, and just want to kind of, like, experience it in a new way. Yeah. Um, I guess with that, a large, like, the plot of this, I guess, is is raising money. Right. Uh, which is fine. If you're a listener-sponsored, like, I get it. Um, but it, like, got a little stressful, like, near the end. And in not a particularly, like, 
fun way. You know what? If that makes sense. No, I was like, definitely a little st- like now that you're making me like think about it. I was like, yeah, the last like 20 minutes, I was kind of just stressed. <laughs> right, but and, and stressed, and then the payoff was like, oh, okay, like you, okay, you're still a radio station. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, this is just the first that comes to mind. Like, Icarus was a fucking stressful movie for me. Yeah. But it was like riveting stressful it's thrilling thrilling yes. this was this was stressful like oh my god like you don't have any money you guys are idiots you're gonna lose everything yeah and then what will you do well and what do you think of I, uh i'm i'm the worst at names who's the main guy ted tim tom ken god damn it <laughs> but it's okay you were right that it was one syllable it's like it's a really normal name ken it's ken all right so ken's been Ken's been the captain of the ship since the seventies. I believe so. Yeah. Okay, and like essentially, since essentially since it was a private radio station. Cool. And Ken does not have another job. Right. Stress me out. Like I know I'm not creative enough because I would never do that. I wonder whether he's pulling money out of the radio station, not illegally or illicitly, but I mean, like, you know, so it's a, there's a non for profit organization that runs it. Like, is that how he's making money? Like, maybe, but even if he is, I, I, I would be pissed off if I was married to him. Let me, I'll just say mm-hmm. that. I was like, mm, mm-hmm. that's cool. If you want to DJ your hour a week, I think you're great. But you better go get a job at McDonald's at the very fucking least. But also, like, cool, you're a really great DJ. Like, why don't you go DJ someplace else? Make money at it. But then that's the whole thing. Is there not yeah, ma- well, like no? I I agree with you. Like yeah. you and I are too much into the idea of stability to ever do this. Is right. Like thing. I would like to you know sometimes buy a Lacroix. Yeah, I want to I want to treat myself to the you know thirty ounce carton of goldfish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are a gem. You are a gem and an angel. What that'll last you like three days. I eat those things by like the, the the two handful. That is, I imagine, what crack is like. Yes. Like I, seriously, I I don't need to try it because I've tried goldfish. I understand. A, I understand addiction because I've eaten a goldfish. That's an um, excellent comparison in my mind. But no, um, I, but I I I think because it was this Kickstarter movie, I kept feeling like stuff like this, right? Like how's he making money and like that kind of drama, like didn't exist in it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a little scattered. Like, it, I would have been down if they focused on him. You can Alternatively, say, right? okay. First thought, yes. very. It was a scattered movie. Second thought, like, for something that's, like, a, all about, like, this freeform fucking radio show, like, it could have been way more scattered, and that could have been, like, a cool stylistic thing, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, it didn't have a lot of style for a radio station that seems like it has a ton of style. Yeah. It wasn't as weird as it could have been, you know what I mean? I, yeah. No, I feel you. I'm thinking about, like, the setup of everything and what it looked like. It looks like a fun place if I were, like, still in college to, like, hang out and drink beers and sit on the couch that's a questionable couch. (laughs) You know? Everything, yeah. Everything in there is questionable. A lot of clutter. A lot of clutter. Well, it's also, it's very much, it's the kind of place, it looks fun, but at the same time, like, 
this is whatever all of those people are like the kids in high school and college who you wouldn't talk to i feel you that one guy okay i know who you're talking about okay do you know who i'm talking about Yes. Okay. Who like was a recluse for five years and then he came and joined the radio station. Like he made me sad. This guy went off the grid and he was like, the first people I associated with again were these these radio people at WFMU. And we we only meet him once in yeah! his in his closet sized um, bedroom filled with just quote unquote junk. Um, the only thing that was cool was his soda collection. I really want to know more about his videotape collection of instructional videotapes. Yeah. I mean, he was an interesting character. But yeah, like, and, and good on you. If that's you, you do you. But I, yeah, I don't think that I would be the person that he says, oh, she made me feel like I was at home. <laughs> I think, yeah. And boy, did that make me feel like an asshole. I don't know. I felt really pretentious for a minute. I was like... Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it's something... So, like, Brandeis is known for having a lot of people, quote-unquote, on the spectrum. Sure. And so a lot of these people felt like people I was used to being around. But at the same time, they were people who are very sometimes difficult to be around. And it made it, an, it seem like an interesting environment to have a to do work you know what i mean like yeah to to have a again quotes job um, right a lot of weird person difficult personalities to to deal with here's where i feel like i would have gotten frustrated if that was like my group is like sometimes a bit goes on too long and i'm like all right you know what i know that you don't feel that way i don't feel that way. i know but sometimes there's a I'm going to talk about our dear sweet Michael Hatchett, who, before we did stand-up in class, what did Michael Hatchett do? He played Hot Bits so much beforehand, he made himself nervous. You don't remember this? I do. I, <laughs> it took I, me a second to understand where you're going with it. I that. already had to leave the room because he was making me so nervous. And I was like, this bit has gone on too long. I want out of this bit, and, like, people are feeding this bit, and I'm done with the bit. Like, I want to do work now. And I feel like there are times at that with those people where the bit is not ever going to end. And maybe that's just a preference thing. Maybe you do fine, but sometimes I get over the bit. Are you talking, for example, about the guy who was dressed up as a Hasidic Jew reading a gay porn magazine? No, I would watch him. <laughs> <laughs> he was my mo- He's the one where I was not- like... Not a Hasidic Jew, but also, like, a weird kind of quote-unquote poet. I was Um, so confused. I definitely thought he was a Hasidic Jew. And then I was like... I thought so, and then he wasn't. I was like, you're, like, drinking Jack out of a bottle at, like, nine in the morning. Like, what is happening? I would listen to his show. He he seemed fun. He seemed fun, but then he, he read his... Did you... So his poetry at the White House... Was literally him reading a traffic report. Yeah. I think it may have been creative editing, but they cut to Obama looking so fucking bored. And I was like, that's my president. Like, that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Okay. I don't know. He was, he was quirky. I was like, yeah, you belong here. Like, 
He's got like that. He's like Ernie Kovacs. He's just fucking weird. Mm. Just fucking uh, weird. That's what I guess. What I mean, like I respect a lot of the, like the performance arty aspect of the idea of freeform radio, but I'm not sure I could do it. I'm not sure I could be in it. Like I'm not. Sure, not uh, I'm not sure I could listen to it. Uh, feel you. At at Brandeis. So my first school, UC Davis. Um. Radio was, like, a big deal. Like, people wanted to get in at the radio station. I had friends that did, like, the 3 a.m. slot, and they're like, oh, listen. I was like, oh, fuck. But um, I feel like it's big on college campuses, no? It is. Yeah. So it, it, it is, but in a similar way to, I assume, WFMU is, um, there's a general understanding that no one's listening. Um, yeah. Correct. So, so um, the big college radio station in Boston is Emerson Radio, um, which I'm going to blank on what it's called. What's the Emerson Radio Station? What's the Emerson Radio Station? W-E-R-S. W-E-R-S. Um, and they, they, like, are legit. They, like, broadcast out to, like, the whole Boston area. They're, like, a real radio station. Brandeis was not... And, and, yeah, and it's not just for students. Brandeis was not that. Um, right. But also, I mean, to a certain sense, because it's college, but, like, you know, it was free form, quote-unquote, but not to the extent that WFMU is. Um, right. But I feel like my friends that were involved that, like, it seemed like a similar process where it was, like, you had like f- like first yes. week of freshman year, people were like flocking to these people to like volunteer and like get in on the ground floor and like get their half hour show and like pick out music and set up like it yeah. was intense and they loved it. But again, it was like so I never had the urge to do it, but maybe uh, I don't know. There's something exciting about it for some people, I suppose. There, there is there is a brief period of time before Teresa and I started dating when we were going to make a, a radio state radio show, um, mm. and it it never happened. Um, I think probably it's Teresa's fault. Um, what? I don't I don't have any proof of that, but it doesn't seem like the kind of thing I would flake on. Yeah, hey, I'm not. You've showed up here for forty some odd weeks speaking of which sorry that we haven't posted in the past like two weeks i flaked um um my mom <laughs> ah! she's literally like are you guys even still doing this and i was like yeah um yeah, yeah my my mom texted me and was like are you dead because i it's you, thursday yeah, it's thursday and there's no podcast yeah no i i want you to know that it doesn't it it doesn't go unnoticed by at least two people by at least two um and that's why you know that's that's what maybe sets us apart from wfmu is our listeners truly love us Mm, they changed our diapers like they birthed us yep Mm. wow that's a that's a that That got more deep than i anticipated it getting but (sighs) jason and i love our moms and that's fine (laughs) that's right uh this is a special mother's day edition (laughs) A postdoc podcast. We celebrate Mother's Day every six months. No, it hasn't been six months since Mother's Day. It's just when we feel like it. Yeah. This this Thursday 
the seventh is Mother's Day. Ooh, nine seven seventeen. Is that special? No, it's not. Not for any Barely. particular reason, except for that it's Second Mother's Day. Right. So that's a thing. I feel a lot of pressure to send flowers now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like truly, I'm like, fuck. I have a lot to do before tomorrow. Um. My parents are on a, a flight back from Israel, but actually that'd be like a great reason to get them flowers because they come home and there's flowers, flowers. waiting for them. That's maybe cute. I'll maybe I'll do that. That'd I like be nice it. of me. But yeah, uh, so anyway, this radio station. Oh fuck! We watched a documentary. We watched a um, oh, can really quick, couple celebrity shoutouts. Patton Oswalt. Yes. Uh, the creator of Monk. Yes. <laughs> I was like, why are you not forking over hundreds of thousands of dollars, creator of Monk? Yeah. Also, like. What the fuck! You're like making what? these people shit bricks, and you probably have like a few mil. Also, that's an example of a time when very important piece of information is only given in a lower third. Um, and, like, they never outwardly speak the name Monk or, like, you know, talk about it really. Yeah. You're just, you, if, you're not pay, if you're not paying attention, you miss it. It's I missed true. it the first time. Because he's, like, an average-looking, like, nerd. Just a dude with a, with a neck beard, you know? Yeah. And and neck it, beard for days he's got a crazy weird voice though they kind of a lot of them do like the hound man the hound i don't know he kind of talked like oh. this low and gravelly but that's like radio voice like the monk guy i don't even know his fucking name the monk guy he had a, yeah that's he what had, he goes by he had a he had a weird voice just talking yeah <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? but anyway yeah i was really annoyed i was like you were like, cause he was kind of like shitting on everybody in like a fun, like jokey shit way, but I was also like, dude, have you donated yet? Like your, I'm sure. like your friends are trying to like stop these ants from invading their, you know, record collection. Like, mm-hmm. can you get him in no. the wall? I don't know. Um, Paul F. Tompkins was in it. Oh yeah. Um, and some guy who I think is famous, but I don't know his name, who was with Paul F. Tompkins. Oh. I think his name. Yeah. No, 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 something else. I don't know his name. Uh, what were you going to say? Rush Limbaugh. Oh, hello, yeah. Was, Just like, a fan of one of the dudes. Of JM and JM and AM. Um, that was really yeah. fucking... Because I do not associate Rush Limbaugh in any way, shape, or form with anything that this radio station, like, does. Well, he's independent radio. Well, somewhat independent. I don't... What's he on? He's on Clear Vision, Clear Channel? I don't know. I just assumed gonna... he was some filter of Fox. Oh no 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 no! He's we're gonna not... we're gonna we're gonna learn this right now on Wikipedia.com backslash Rush Limbaugh, the Rush Limbaugh show. Who I still oh, confuse with Glenn Beck, even though I know Glenn Beck has quit being a conservative and now yeah, he's, he's not. fuck that. Like, what is stay in your lane? Like, be one thing. Um, uh, Limbaugh uh, uh, Radio Syndicated Oh it's syndicated So it's on all sorts of shit It goes through clear channel communications No he's not um, He's not free form Listener sponsored tele- uh, radio Right But um, Boy he does look like a human potato So does there he, is though? that Yeah he's not he's not a shaped man but anyways, the, most, the most spud like 
But yeah, he's in it. Um, no Jay Leno in this one. Or no, not Jay Leno. Who do we care about? Uh, but Carson. Johnny, no Johnny Carson in this one. <sighs> Unfortunately. Sad. Maybe the next one. I think, um, I think people... At the very least, should give a listen to should just go to the WFMU website and give a listen for like the three seconds that we tried. Yeah. Um. But I guess my big takeaway is like fuck Kickstarter. All right. I just I just think I think the, that a Kickstarter documentary, when it's like made by the people in the documentary, can't like it's got a barrier like it can't make it it can't. It's, an, it's a huge obstacle, I guess. All right. I just... And I think that your opinion is is true and valid, but I just want to say that you just said that. So now, like, when we do our bagel documentary, <laughs> we, like, can't use Kickstarter. No, 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 no. But here's, here's the big thing, because I was... I knew that was going to be your response, so I was ready with this. I'm just saying, like, okay. No, no, you're right. But the issue isn't so much Kickstarter as it is when, like, you're making the documentary yourself and kickstartering for yourself. So, like, if we were making a postdoc podcast documentary mm. and we went to Kickstarter, it was like, hey, we want to make a documentary about ourselves. Like, that's fucking bullshit. You shouldn't make a documentary about yourself, is my point. I, that's, that's fine. Because I was going to say, like, we might need Kickstarter. Oh, 100%. And Kickstarter is a fantastic way to crowdfund projects yes about other people good i'm glad that we've uh hashed this out we know where we both stand no eggs no eggs have been broken none none eggs. Uh, but unfortunately no omelets no omelets were also made now but maybe in a couple summers it's gonna be great we're gonna make oh. our bagel documentary in a few summers, and that's I'm sorry, when, I, the, that's when we'll have our. There were so many metaphors, I got really confused. <laughs> I was like, "Why are we waiting summers to have an omelet? What if I want to have an omelet tomorrow?" Um, because great. I yeah. Um, this episode was brought to you by Kickstarter. Kickstar, make dreams happen. Um, good. That was a that was a podcast. That yeah. was great. We did the thing. We hit record. We talked for. About thirty-seven minutes, exactly thirty-eight. I have um, you. You do too. Well, that's because we hit record at the same time. That's because we're uh, on point. Yeah, we we are like uh, like two girls in a cabin in the woods for several months together. We've synced up, uh, and now nice. thanks. Um, now comes the end of the podcast where I tell you go on facebook and twitter and you know if you want to uh you could be we could be listener supported radio uh if you just send us cash yeah (laughs) (laughs) we we take uh personal checks and just straight up green dollars yeah uh we actually uh if we're ever gonna have a marathon it's like soon because we're coming up we're gonna have to pay our pod bean Oh, that is soon. I owe you some pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, <laughs> we we also take payment in the forms of food. So that's right. Send us wow, some delivery. Are we? We need to discuss either on or off the air whether or not we turned the public to pay for the the second fifty episodes. But maybe that's a, for off the podcast. Right. Um. 
Cool. Emily, what do you got for us uh, for next week? Do you have something for us for next week? Yeah, I do. We're going to continue on this hippy-dippy road we're on. Uh, And I found a documentary called Bikes vs. Cars. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm really excited about that documentary. I, like, can't even tell if you're being, like, real or, like, a mean, like, a meanie right now. (laughs) Okay, you know what? You guys live in a commuter city, as do we I. Do. We do. Teresa's talked about wanting to bike to work. She has talked about it. I do it. Let's talk about it. All right. Bikes versus cars. Think cars will win. I feel my like... Gut, I feel my gut like, feeling. I feel like you envisioned in your head, like, monster... Like, a monster truck arena and a bike versus a car. Is right. that what and you who, got in your mind? And who will win that fight i think it's a car there's actually a there's a rick and morty thing where it's like uh car wrestling and it's a guy wrestling a car and the car crushes the guy because that shows, that's that shows perfect rick and morty yes yeah. it is uh airs on adult swim monday nights at saturday nights at eleven thirty. yep this podcast is brought to you by rick and morty rick and morty it's better than this podcast uh we go out on this quote um it's a billy collins quote one of my favorite poets uh actually and he didn't um he didn't do any bullshit at the white house with traffic as far as i know he said um radio is such a perfect medium for the transmission of poetry primarily because there's just documentaries there's no podcasts that's what he said